the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. Speaking of exact opposite, I got my trusty producer and sidekick, Ramon B. How are you, Ramon? I'm doing fantastic. When you say exact opposite, do you mean that you're clean shaven and I am not? Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, now, we were having trouble with the internet earlier. Correct. We hate technical difficulties. We do. Now this screen keeps popping. I've tried to get on, steal somebody else's internet from floors below us. Oh, I've done that. Some law firm or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, now they keep popping up asking for my email. We'll just keep trying. We'll just keep trying. So uh, we always start with the headlines of the day, don't we? And let me play a sound effect that indicates that that as such. Now, are you a football fan? I'm not a great football fan, no. I know what a football looks like. I get the general gist of the game, but other than that. It's the only sport so slow that they have time to measure stuff. Wow. But I noticed that uh, no matter what team, you know, people support different teams. What would be your team? Arizona Cardinals? Let's say yes. (laughs) Because you've heard of them. I've heard of them. Uh, it doesn't matter which team you root for these days. Everybody is rooting for some guy named Brandon. That's enough of that. Oh, my goodness, a little delay there. So, uh, you know, do you ever listen to the Michael Medved show? I have heard, yeah, absolutely. He used to be on this radio station, so I'm a fan. And uh, he was talking about there was a New York Times article. Now, we're going to do politics. Oh, fantastic. We avoid that usually. You do? Not really. No. <laughs> really You're usually right. politically incorrect. No, but I'm a, I'm a lifelong crazy Republican. Did you know that? I kind of gathered that, yeah. yeah. So, because uh, I don't have bumper stickers on my car. Is that how you That's figured it. that out? If you have bumper stickers on your car, you're not a Republican. I don't know what you are, but I know you're not a Republican. I'm going to run downstairs to the garage and put a coexist sticker on the back of your car. No, well, put it over my bumper sticker that says, keep honking, I'm reloading. <laughs> so that's the only – now, are you – do you have any bumper stickers on your car? No. Yeah, I have – No, I'm, I'm, I'm crystal clear. No bumper stickers. <laughs> Even the guy with the CZ Top beard doesn't do bumper stickers. So the, it says uh, – and we're not going to badmouth anybody's political persuasions here. Or maybe we are and we'll edit it out later. We could do that too. But uh, the topic is about the New York Times had an article. Now, the New York Times is not a conservative uh, thing. Not and this does either. relate to real estate. I'm going to tie it in. Watch how I effortlessly – 
professionally do this. But this is York, why you get paid the big bucks. The big bucks, that's right. So the New York Times had an article that said how liberals can be happier. And they noticed that there is a difference between conservatives and liberals in their happiness generally. Now, I've noticed that. But they, they said, you know, why are conservatives more happy than liberals? Now, if you're a liberal and you're listening, you don't, you don't need to rush out and get offended. There's no reason to because this is about real estate. But it says they're more comfortable, the conservatives supposedly, happy people, I would say, are more comfortable looking at reality and seeing it in a positive light. Now, I know that's true for me. I have, uh, I'm always happy. Uh, and it's because partly my standards are low, but I don't get upset when I see things that are in uh, uh, things that are not fair. Let's say in the world, so there are people who make more money than me. Very few. Not a, not but in there this are room. people who make more money than me. Yeah, and uh, I don't I don't let that bother me. And then when people make less money than me, uh, I'm. Hoping that doesn't bother them. Do you notice me raising my hand when you say? But I hope that doesn't money. bother you, Ramon. Oh, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, you don't look. Like, you at look least, like you're apathetic, general. At least while I'm recording with you. Other than that, I I, I do kind of grit my teeth after you leave, knowing. Do you? That guy makes more oh, money than dang I Dang that guy! So uh, so they're more comfortable looking at reality and seeing it in a positive light, and they're legitimating the world as it is with its inequalities. So. I noticed this on – you see realtors on Facebook going with this look how cool I am uh, crap, I like to call it. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt said that uh, comparison is the thief of joy. Now, here comes that uh, please adjust your account settings window popping up. Now, that's going to push me over the edge and make me kill a guy. That's different. Technical difficulties. Yeah, technical. It's the world we live in. Yeah, that's going to make me. That's going to drain my joy, kill my happiness. So, uh, so there's a guy named Arthur Brooks. Uh, I'm going to recommend a documentary by Arthur Brooks. So, if you Google Arthur Brooks documentary on happiness, uh, it's not very long, but it is a fantastic, fantastic thing. But he he makes the point in his writings. Uh, and he's a think tank guy. Do you know what a think tank guy is? Uh, the answer is no. No, and I the don't. reason well, you don't is because, because I, I don't either. And but we're neither you and I are going to be think tank guys. I know I've never been in one, so that I know fish tanks. Yeah, and there's not much thinking going on there. No, how do I not get eaten or something? So Arthur Brooks says the key to happiness. There are poor people that are very happy. There are uh, very successful rich people that are unhappy. He goes, the key to happiness is earned success. So if you won the lottery, which is not earning success or or wealth, then you're much less likely to be happy than the guy who has a lot less money that uh, figured out a way to earn it themselves. So he says that happy people – and this is key for real estate – Happy people invest in four things each day. Are you writing these down, Ramon? Do you have anything to write with in there? Do you ever write? I do. There's an actual pen and a piece <laughs> so of paper. I've okay. learned from you. So write these down. Number one is family. Now, do you have a family, Ramon? Yes. Okay. 
that's because they haven't eaten the poison mushrooms yet. But that's beside the point. Number two is Slowly. faith. Are you a church guy? Yes. You go to church. I go to church. Uh, three, friends. Now it's getting tougher. Okay. Besides me, do you have any friends? Do you count the people that I walk past in the hallway yeah. as friends? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Those then people. I have friends. Yeah, like Jeremy down there. He's, yeah. He's our friend. He's our friend. I have to make fun of him on my way down the hall. Who doesn't? Now, does he do exactly what you do? Uh, yes, but it not as like not it. as good as I do. Of course not. Nobody's as good as you. Um, and being humble is number four. So if you cross that one. Uh, on the, yeah, <laughs> Humility's not. out. Yep. Number four is work. Now, here you are at work. I am. Now, I don't consider this work, but you do. Uh, especially during this time, yes, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, and then if your work is serving others like you are serving me, then it's even better. So that's where the real estate tie-in comes. So in real estate, we're doing the, you know, you're selling stuff, but it is the American dream. And, and it's, not, it's just chuck full of problems. Every real estate deal is just chuck full of problems. So if you can make those problems go away without the clients even finding out about it, uh, you're doing a great job. Now, here's another little um, a little thing. In the researchers, and I forget their names, that in the New York Times article, there were three of them. They said that uh, the the other liberals, unhappy people, are 14 percent less likely to be married than conservatives. That sounds right to me. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, re- Religious, regular religious attendance, liberals, 26% less likely. About half as many, actually, uh, liberals would attend church regularly. Regularly means once a month or more. And uh, not just Christmas and Easter, like, you know. We make fun of those people. When you go to church regularly, you make fun of the people that only show up on Christmas and Easter because at the essence of Christianity is making fun of others. Absolutely. And judging harshly. Of course, that's what we do. So um, I always say the secret to happiness is the three-pronged stool. You've heard me say this before, haven't you? Do you remember this? I have. Number one is judgmentalism. If you do it like we do, it's a virtue. Number two is – Tolerance, and then number three is apathy. So the, you you see a guy, and you say he's not my kind of guy. That's not my kind. Of, that's the judgment. Then he says, "Hey, can you give me a ride to the thing tomorrow?" And you go, "Oh, sure." You know that's tolerance. And then then he stands you up, and now you need apathy. That's the way it works. So the paradox that they say in the uh, article is that individual happiness is more likely to be found not by pursuing it but rather by embracing social institutions that focus on the welfare of others. So um, that is the secret. So focus first on the welfare of others. So when you're a fearless agent and and uh, God help you if you're not, but if you're a fearless agent, we always make it all about the customer. So when you're asking the secret of fearless agents' success, why they get way more business, why they're able to charge way more, why they have more satisfied customers is because not necessarily that they care more about the customer than the competitors do, but it looks like they do for sure and they 
possibly might. So if you want to look like you care more, you're going to ask more questions than the other agent would. And by the way, if any of the stuff we talk about here on the the big pod, oh, we're going to do a shameless plug. You want to do a shameless plug? Let's do that. And by the way, the shameless plug for everyone, that is actually Jeremy. You're hearing Is that right? Is that the lovely Jeremy? It is indeed. Here it comes. see if I can recognize his voice. Time for Bob Leffler's shameless plug. Now, now that does sound like Jeremy. It does. (laughs) That's what he says every time I walk down the hall. So if any and if any of the stuff that we talk about here makes sense to you and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you would be open to the idea of having some help with that and you'd like to learn more, you can call me anytime. You can call me on my cell phone directly at 480-385-8810 and we'll just see if you and what you're trying to do in your real estate career and what we do here at Fearless Agent, if that would be a good fit for you. If it is, you will get rich. And if it's not, uh, we'll just admit that. And I'm still happy to help you in any other way I can. If uh, You can also visit fearlessagent.com. We have a free webinar there. Watch that, 45 minutes. Take lots of notes. Go to the video training page also. And my guarantee is those free videos would be much better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach any amount of money for And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want to help you no matter what. Uh, If you are a real estate company owner and you happen to be recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were and you are also open to the idea of having help with that, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. Watch that video. That will help you recruit for sure. And then give me a call and uh, it would also let you know if what we do would probably be a good fit for you. And if you are recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help, it most certainly would be a good fit for you. So um, so the other thing is um, when, we, when we're asking questions of the seller, um, and in next week's episode, I want to talk more about this, but uh, we're going to go in-depth on question asking. So when you, if you really care about the seller – There's things you're not going to do. And if you really care about the seller, there's things you are going to do. So my partner and I in real estate were the top producing team of any size for Century 21 in the whole state of Arizona. And uh, we we weren't really a team. It was just two of us. uh, And we had some assistants and stuff. But um, so there was much larger teams making much less money. And, you know, so that's a stat, okay? Top producing team of any size for Century 21 in the whole state of Arizona. So when I go on a listing presentation, am I ever going to say that to my seller? No. I've never said it to a seller. Uh, If I did, it would be about me. It would be because of my narcissistic need to tell everybody how great I am. Uh, The seller doesn't care about that. It's it's really about they care about that. So I had a series of questions that I would ask the seller that are not designed to do really anything other than make make it easier for me to help them do what they want to do. So if you're a if a seller of a house, what is it that you want? Well, you'd like to sell your house for more money 
than it's actually worth. So, so if you were a seller of a house and you were serious about selling your house right now, and meaning that if fair market value, whatever that turns out to be, is the best you can get, you're, you're willing to pack up and move and go to the next place, then you're a real seller. So if, if – but most sellers would rather sell their house for more than it's actually worth. Uh, so that would make you normal. So I want to find that out. So when I'm asking them questions, I want to find out different things about them. You know, what's their situation now? So some sellers are not moving. They've already moved to their next house, so their house is sitting vacant, or they are not moving because it was a vacation rental, or they're not moving because it was a rental uh, where they rented it out to somebody else, or they're not moving because of some, or because it's land or something like that. So the idea is, uh, oh, we have a caller. Would you like to take a caller? Sure. It's David Weiss. How are you, David? Good. How are you, Bob? Fantastic. Now, wasn't he on like a couple of weeks ago? I believe so, yes. He always calls at the right time to get hoodwinked. Absolutely. In he's a, yeah. He's, a, he's, <laughs> he's not a volunteer. He's a victim. So, uh, Dave, what is your question? And he's calling from Orlando, Florida. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I'm super busy, which is, it's a great problem to have. Um, so my question is about listing a property. Um, when you do the CMA, how do you account for like upgrades that sellers have made? Now, when he says CMA, he's not talking about the country music awards. It's this, a current market analysis is what he's talking about, folks. What kind of upgrades have they made? Well, they bought. There's a warranty on the house. Um, they added. Is it brand new home? No, it was built in 2005. Okay, so it's a home warranty. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's worth nothing. Um, and then solar panels. That's that's worth less than nothing, actually. So solar panels. Solar is a scam. So uh, do they own the solar panels outright and they don't have to make payments to anybody ever? That's correct. Okay. Um, that makes them are – are they visual – can you see them from the front of the house from the street? Yeah. So that makes the house look uglier. So that would be a detriment to the value of the house. What about like just – how would you field upgrades that sellers have made in general? Like when they say we've made upgrades and we think the house is worth more. What? Well, here's a, here's my rule of thumb. What's what price range are we in generally? Four hundred thousand. Okay. So um, the the solar panels. Like if I bought that house, I would remove the solar panels because they look like crap, um, and. But other people wouldn't do that. And there are people who would say, oh, good, it has solar. That makes my thing cheaper or whatever. Uh, but generally speaking, it's not It's not going to be worth money. Now, no upgrade in that. How many square feet is the whole house? Uh, over 2,000. 2,527. Okay. So a tw- it's two-story or one story? Two stories. Okay. So um, that house in – uh, 
Oklahoma. Let's say it was uh, a 2,500-square-foot house in uh, outside of Tulsa, out out in the boonies a little bit, would probably be worth 250. If right. it was in Los Angeles, it would be worth probably two million. Right. So the house would actually be worth the exact same amount of money outside of Tulsa, in Orlando, or Los Angeles. The difference is the land underneath that house would be the big difference in the value. So the value of almost any house is more about the, the property underneath it than the house. So the uh, any any upgrades you make – so let's say – uh, what what upgrades did they make? Do you know what it was? Yeah, so they added on in addition like a, a patio. I, I guess you would call it a lanai would be a good example. Um, they redid their kitchen. They redid their bathroom. Let's take the, let's take the lanai and the kitchen. So the kitchen, let's say it cost twenty thousand dollars to put in the kitchen. I'm going to do math on the air, Ramon. Math, math is so much fun. So much fun. Is that why you call in, David, to get that kind of quality? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you nailed it right on the head. So, Nothing but the mediocre. That's right. Yeah, we'll, we'll hold out. We'll wait for the mediocre. We'll let the good stuff pass. So uh, I would say if they if they spent $20,000 on the kitchen, they'll probably get 4000 back. So a good rule of thumb is 20% of what you spend on an upgrade, you might get back. Other than the solar panels, in which case you would get nothing back, um, that might even hurt them a little bit. Even in Florida, be, be, you're mentioning Florida because they actually have the sun there. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, well, solar panel is, is a real thing. Well, I'm in Arizona, so I know in Arizona they don't add value, and we have the sun even at night. The sun is out in Arizona. Did you know that? Uh, I did not know that. Yeah. You can get tan indoors in Arizona. That's how intense the sun is. But yeah, it's not um it's not it's not worth money. The, now the guy who sells you the the con man who sells you the solar panels, he will he will argue that this will make your house worth more money, but uh lenders don't want to lend on it. It's not a good it's not a good thing. They also lend on it at a higher rate. When you finance solar panels, it's not at 4%. It's at a higher rate. And then you can't get out from under the debt many times. So some there are some scammy things involved in solar panels. So you do have to be careful. Uh, and I have real estate agents that I coach that will tell you solar panel horror stories, how it screwed up the deal and nightmare. So uh, if you no, can avoid it's not them. paid off. I, I've been through that before. Yeah, 100%. that's a nightmare. So the uh, so kitchens, bathrooms, whatever the upgrade costs, it's probably about twenty percent. So if you walk into Home Depot, I talked about this on the last coaching call actually. But if you walk into Home Depot, and I'm going to redo my kitchen, so there's kitchen cabinets come in all colors. The the uh, the uh, countertops come in all colors, and that's because not everybody agrees on the taste part of it. So if you spend a lot of money 
on this color combination, and there's zero chance that's going to be my favorite one when I come in. I'm not going to pay for it. And it had an existing kitchen that had some value. It's not like they took a house with no kitchen and added a kitchen. They tore out a kitchen, and that cost money. So they had to have guys go in with you know, sledgehammers and take out the existing kitchen, and then you've got nothing. So it costs money just to get it to nothing. So it's a um, adding adding features to a house. So there's no – you're never going to make money fixing up a house. What really happens is during the time they were fixing it up, the land underneath the house went up in value. Or they might have gotten the house at a discount somehow and sold it for more that way. But that's how that happens. So I would give – Rule of thumb, 20% on the upgrades of what you think that might have cost. And then uh, I just call it zero on the solar panels on that one. Okay. So 20%. So we're adding on – you're adding on value because it's it's creating additions. Because people say, well, I spent you know 90 grand on additions. How does that factor into my market value that was the question I got. On the room addition? Yeah. How many how many square feet is the room addition? It's only like five hundred square feet. So if I take, but he's saying like on all his upgrades. Well, here's 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 the problem with the room addition. When I build a house brand new, when that house was built brand new, it cost a bunch of money just to get all the workmen guys out to the property. You have to pay to get them there. Now, once they're there building the 2,500-square-foot house anyway, to get them to add 500 square feet, it wouldn't cost almost anything. It would be practically free because they're already there. I mean they're, they're hauling lumber and cement home that they didn't use and you know throwing it away many times. So it would cost almost nothing to do that extra 500 square feet when they're already there in the first place. But when you have to drag them out the second time, now that at room addition per square foot cost way more than it would have cost to put it on when they were already there the first time. So uh, it's probably worth maybe 10 or 15 bucks a square foot. The original square footage when you're doing a CMA for the difference between two houses would be about $35 a square foot. Right. And it's because of that. You got the guys out there originally. So when you see a price per square foot calculation in a computer done CMA or Zillow or any of these estimates, how that's why they are so far off. You know, if, if I take a $400,000 house – and I divide it by 2,500. See how I do here doing more math. That's $160 a square foot. The reality is I could build that house brand new probably for 60 a square foot. And the extra 100 is the land. And I'm not getting more land. I'm getting less land because that 500 bucks came out of the lot or that 500 square feet came out of the lot. So uh, – very little value in that. So original square footage, you'd adjust by $35 a square foot. If it's a room addition where there's no step down or, or and, it's, and it looks like it, it wasn't a room addition, if it's very well done, maybe, maybe 20 bucks a square foot. But if it's a step down um, or anything like that or sloping roof or anything – where it looks like a room addition, then that's probably about twelve bucks a square foot. 
Right. If it's a basement, it's five. You know, it's worthless almost. Mm-hmm. So got to be careful to not overvalue. Uh, another rule of thumb in valuing is all houses have positives and negatives. Uh, never overestimate the value of a positive and never underestimate the value of a negative, like a busy street or noisy or, you know, that kind of thing. David Weiss, if you were given advice, did did that rhyme? Did I just rhyme something there? Here's more advice from David Weiss. You're a poet and you didn't know it. Now, David, you're how long in real estate? Uh, It's coming up on two years. And you signed up for coaching when you were brand new. Like a weekend. And you're very successful. I'm successful enough. I mean, there's always room for improvement. Yes, but I'm comparing you to the other agents in your offices that you've worked at. Yes. I'm then sure. he's insanely successful. You were the number one agent in the office you left, and now you're in a new company. And you will be number one if you're not already there shortly, right? I'm killing it, yep. Okay. David Weiss, you can call him in Orlando and refer him business at 407-765-9020. Did I answer all your questions, David? Yeah, definitely. Thanks for joining us again. And once again, we want to thank all of you for joining us. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810. How good uh, am I at answering the phone when you call, Dave? Uh, you answer every time. Okay. You know, you call me back. Except first. yesterday. Did you notice I missed your call yesterday? Yeah, I know, but you called me back. I did. Then he was too busy to talk to me. Ramon, <laughs> this guy, he's very busy. That's good. Yeah. So until next week, do what we all do. Oh, give us a five-star review of this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or whatever you see it. Until next week, do what we always do. Have fun. Be humble. But most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.